Have you ever had a moment when you felt, yeah, that really was a pretty good sermon I just did? Or the compliments you get from people make you feel like, yeah, you know, they're right. It really was pretty good. But if we're not careful, this can be a dangerous place to be. In fact, it's arguably the greatest single force that holds people back in ministry. Well, in today's episode, we're going to share with what that is and how to ensure it doesn't get the best of you. Here we go. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. You know, for those folks who are in the United States, you know that every four years there's an event that comes around called the Iowa caucuses. And what the Iowa caucuses are, that's the first in the nation test of political strength uh, for candidates who are running for president, both on the Democratic side and the Republican side. Well, I was involved in the Republican Party over the years when, when I, I lived in Iowa up to the age 46. And I remember I went to my first caucus in 1980, knowing nothing about anything. And uh, then it continued every four years to go to the caucuses. And um, I had the privilege of meeting presidential candidates along the way. My most notable one was George W. Bush. And I became what was called, this was kind of laughable, chair of the Iowa Families for Bush. Now, there was no group called Iowa's Families for Bush, but they made me the chair of it, which meant the media would regularly want interviews. Well, if I really look back on that honestly, you know what that was doing to me when they wanted to talk to me? It was feeding what? My ego. Mm. And ego gets in the way of all sorts of things. And you get a distorted view of who you are um, when the press is calling you and they think you're important. Well, the minute I left Iowa, the press stopped calling me. <laughs> Nobody cared when I lived in Missouri. So point was, I thought I was important. Mm -hmm. My ego was being fed, but I really wasn't important. Yep. And pastor, I want to tell you something. You, If you allow the enemy to attack you at your at your, your base nature that uh, where pride steps in, ego is going to eat your lunch. And that's what we want to talk to you about today. Yeah. That one single powerful thing that can really hold you back from being all you need to be for yeah. the Lord. Yeah, it's the ego. It is the ego. Yeah. Um, and we're all susceptible to it. Everybody, no, no matter who you are. Yep, yeah, doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter the size of your church, doesn't matter where you live in the world. Everyone can be susceptible to that. And even if you think, well, I don't have a problem with ego. You know, my church is small, my this mm -hmm. or that. Believe me, the enemy knows where to strike at you. And he will use one way or another to make you believe that you're important um, in and of yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're not. You are with the Lord, yeah. but that's where we need to make that distinction. Uh, that 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 distinction. So yep. let, let's talk about. We want yep. to talk about these three. There are three things here, Jonathan, that we want to really drill in on that we think will help you when you go to work on that one single element that's designed to trip you up. Yeah. So the first thing is to invest in yourself, and 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 by pouring into yourself, what you're doing is you're helping yourself realize. Um, Maybe, maybe, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Un, um, unconscious or unconscious, unconsciously. Yeah, that's the word. There you <laughs> I was go. just drawing a blank. Okay. Unconsciously, but it's you're helping yourself realize that you don't all have it all figured out yet. No. And when we realize we haven't arrived, then 
then that's going to help us minimize that ego. It's exactly. going to help us not have that, let that ego creep up and really come to get us when we're constantly pouring in ourselves, investing in ourselves, and, and trying to keep growing. I'm going to tell you something, uh, Pastor. The minute you think, Jonathan used the term that you've arrived, the minute you think you've arrived, you are dead in the water. Yeah. I'm telling you, no one arrives. I don't care how old you are, yeah. how young you are, how old you are, how smart you are, how much Bible college or seminary you have, you never arrive. And that's part of the beauty of the journey yes. of faith, specifically the journey of ministry yeah. that God has taken you on. Yeah. You never arrive. Continue to invest in yourself. That's right. Take advantage of the resources that are out there. The, there are consultants available. Yeah. There are masterminds uh, available that you can be part of. Uh, Jonathan and I periodically have been part of groups where yeah. where we uh, um, soak up all that's available from people who have gone the journey before before us. When you do that, you will find it's going to yeah. benefit you, and it's going to benefit the church. Yeah. You know, this, the second thing I think that uh, all of us need to do is to really open our mind. Now, you know, if you come from a generally theologically conservative viewpoint, which Jonathan and I do, uh, that can sometimes be a dangerous term to open your mind as an incense. Oh, you're going to let all sorts of wacko stuff come in. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> what we're talking about here is opening your mind to the newness, the goodness, the things the Lord has available for you that you maybe haven't you haven't been aware of previously. I mean, in short, you got to let go of your ego. In short, you you've got to realize that you don't have it all figured out, as we just Jonathan just mentioned. Yep. And if you'll if you'll set your ego aside and say, you know what. I have a lot to learn, yeah. and I can learn from people who've gone before me. I can learn from consultants. I can learn from masterminds. Honestly, I can learn from things like leaders.church. You know that today is the very last day that you can jump into the leaders.church membership at the old price. Tomorrow, uh, you'll, if you go to the website, leaders.church forward slash grandfather, you'll see that you can get all the access to everything that's going to be offered tomorrow tomorrow. Uh, to to people at uh, varying pricing points yep. and increased value per each one, but you get it all for the old pricing point, which is thirty seven dollars a month or three hundred seventy dollars annually. Uh, go to episode forty nine. I encourage you to go uh, watch or listen to episode forty nine, mm -hmm. where we talk through this extensively of why we're doing what we're doing, why we're positioning Leaders Church to be of much greater value to you as a church and as a pastor. You'll be able to get that tomorrow. Uh, at the new pricing points, you can get it today at the at the original thirty seven dollars, which Basically, honestly it's forty seven percent off. So it's almost uh, half. Oh yeah, half of the... it's just beyond a steal of a deal. You yeah. need to get that to be, by midnight tonight, and by doing so, yeah. you'll be opening your mind to the new things yeah. that are available to you to help you be better as a pastor. I think another thing about opening your mind that's helpful is is we can open our minds to other pastors and people who have. Uh, whether they've blazed the trail the same as us or even if it's been different. And and it doesn't matter the size of the church. Right. Um, you know, I remember uh, having a pastor one time I was interacting with and he, he was pastoring a, a church that was a certain size. There was another church that was significantly smaller in size. But he was like, you know what? I can still learn from them. Yeah. And, and 
so we have to remember to open our mind too that just because we've maybe reached a certain threshold, you know, attendance-wise or whatever, that doesn't mean we can't It'll still happen. learn from from people that maybe haven't hit that threshold yet. Yeah. And and so it's it's kind of like we learn from everyone. You know, it's it's got that whole concept of uh, uh, mentors having a mentor that's older, a mentor who's a peer, and a mentor who's younger. Yeah. So just be. I mean, obviously, we think of the older one as being a mentor, right, but the younger one can. Yeah. And uh, so to your point, Jonathan, yeah. uh, you can learn from a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, then the, the final thing that's going to help you overcome this is to, to use what you learn and, and not sit on great ideas. Don't, right. just, don't just hear something. You know, you're, you're maybe trying to invest in yourself. You're opening your mind. And then you've got some things you can do now. The worst thing you can do at this point is to sit on it and yeah. to not move forward. Uh, you know, you can't be a perfectionist and just wait for everything to be perfect because perfect uh, scenarios and situations don't really exist. Happen. I right. mean, it's exactly. just there's always going to be things, and so we've got to we've got to look at what we're, we're dealing with. We've got to study the, th- the situation. We've got to learn, and then we have to act and and implement. and And that's a, a huge thing. Some people do really well. They uh, well, even you, you're you can take something and jump quicker uh, when things aren't perfect at all. And implement, whereas yeah, right. I like to make sure I got process. my ducks in a yeah, row first, yeah. process it, then implement. So we're all different. But the thing is, we have to be implementers. And I want to tell you, you know, I, I, I wish I had it at my fingertips, but there there has been research done with people who are older and on their deathbeds. And the question was posed, what would you have done differently? What's something you would have done differently? And people would uh, regularly say things like, I would be willing, I would have risked more. Uh-huh. In other words, they had an idea, but they they didn't step. Yeah. They didn't act. They they had learned something, but they didn't go forward with it. Yeah. I'm just telling you, whatever yeah. station in your life, you're a young pastor, a middle aged pastor, old doesn't make a difference. Be willing to act and take and uh, use what you've learned to go forward. Yeah. Well, I was going to tell you that um, Doug, he's a pastor, a lead pastor in a church in Texas. Yep. Uh, they did something kind of, um, this reminded me along these lines, where they had a staff retreat. Yeah. They used some of the leaders.church membership yeah. material. And they said, hey, we're going we're gonna to start trying to implement. Yeah. So they weren't just going to come up with ideas. They're like, we're going to implement ideas. And, and so they went, they had this retreat, great retreat. They used a, a lot of the stuff. They showed the resources actually to the whole staff. And I don't actually know how many people are part of that team, but it was a, it was a staff retreat. Yeah. And, and then they left. And he, they, he basically said, hey, this added a ton to our yeah, retreat yeah. and gave them action steps to move forward. So then that from that point forward, then they started to implement oh, that's so ideas. Good. And, that is so good. And so that's just one example of of what the power of, of implementation yeah. is. No, exactly. But you have to, you can't sit on these no. ideas. You have to move forward. And so that was one of the things that he did that I thought was just was just yeah. excellent. Yeah, that so. is so good. You know, and, and uh, David, Pastor David down in Florida did a similar kind of thing. We get stories like this all the time uh, that really encourage us as the provider of this content. But I wanted to encourage you because you can act. Mm-hmm. You could take these things. And you can move forward with them. Uh, so give us a summary here, Jonathan, of these things. That that one single thing that has the powerful powerful effect to well, hold you back. The whole the, the, and that's the ego. The, the, that can hold us back yeah. if we're not careful. And so, how do we overcome the ego? Well, we invest in ourselves so yeah. that we keep on learning. Uh, we open our mind again, keep on learning, and then use what you learn. So now that you've learned stuff, we've, we evaluate, we evaluate, we look at all this stuff. We say, okay, now let me act and move forward. 
And, um, and so that's a, a huge thing. One of the things I would encourage you to act on today is, as Dick mentioned, the Leaders.Church membership. This is the final this day that you can get the 47%. I mean, you're talking almost a half off yeah. um, that you get for life. Right. As long as you're a member, you get that right rate for life. So, you know, two months from now, two years from now, whatever, you're still paying the same rate, even though prices have increased and uh, you're getting the discount. So it's the, it's your grandfathered in. That's why we're sending you to leaders.church slash grandfather. So you are grandfathered in for life. And I want to say, you, you, when you jump into the leaders.church membership, one of the beautiful things we've tried to create for you is there's no contracts, no commitment. You cancel anytime, stay as long as you want. We've had some members, we've been at this a little over six years. We've had some members who've been with us six years. Yep. Other people come in for a few months. You do whatever you want that fits you. Yep. And then, honestly, in these first 30 days, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. you got zero to lose. Yep. You get in, kick the tires. If that's not for you, let us know. We'll refund your money. Mm-hmm. If it is for you, just go as long as you want to go. We want to invest yep. in you. That's we right. want to help you move forward because your church deserves it. You deserve it. Yep. God's called you That's for right. this time to lead this body of believers called your local church to levels you never imagined possible. Yep. And it can happen when you invest in yourself, you remove the ego, you move forward, and you learn. And uh, I'm excited for the potential for you. I yeah. really am. Well, 92% of people say that the resources has helped increase their leadership capacity. Boom. So Boom. the question I have is, why not that be you? Why I mean, not? I'm assuming yeah. you would want to increase your leadership capacity too. And if that's the case, then we would love to have you join us inside the Church membership. Well, what else, Dick? That's it. Thanks very much for hanging out with us today. Make it a great one today and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.